Welcome back to the Luke Page Podcast. Today we're talking about how to become consistent with anything in your life and follow through with the promises that you make to yourself. All right, here we go. You're listening to the Luke Page Podcast, the number one podcast specifically made for coaches. Get ready for out-of-the-box conversations from the world's leading coaches and experts. We're going to be talking all things business, health, happiness, and just being the most amazing human being that you can. Why? Well, I ask, why not? You see, we're only here once. We've got one life, so let's make this thing count. I believe that we can have it all. All the money, all the love, all the joy, all the success, all the excitement. I'm here for all of it. And if you are too, then come along with me. Let's do this. Hey, welcome back. So this week's episode was born from a, um, a coaching call that I was running the other day with the members inside my program, The Leading Coach. The Leading Coach is a program that uh, helps coaches who are making under 10K a month. Um, we teach you how to set your business up so um, you're getting new clients coming in every week, every month. And one of the members asked a question around um, content and becoming and being consistent with their content. They were like, how do I stay consistent with my content? I'm just like, you know, I'm showing up one week and then I'm gone the next and showing up for two weeks and then I'm gone for another few days, that type of thing. How do I stay consistent with my content? And this problem here is a really common one for coaches, online entrepreneurs, for content creators. Uh, it's a common one. How do I stay consistent with my content? And in through sharing my strategy behind how I um, stay consistent, because I've been there. I've been through the days where I was inconsistent with my content. I totally get it. Um, so through sharing my strategy on how I stay consistent with my content, I... Um, sorry, it's my wife. Um, sorry, sorry, Bubba. I uh, won't be able to take your call. I'm in the middle of a podcast. So um, through sharing my philosophy and my strategy on how to stay consistent, um, we ended up we ended up having a big discussion around um, how to stay consistent with anything in your life. So whether you've got a problem with consistency around your content right now, whether you've got um, a problem around consistency with going to the gym or eating healthy um, or just anything in your life, we've, we've probably all got something. Um, I just want to share with you um, how you can be consistent with anything in your life basically and um, follow through with the promises that you make to yourself, which is super important. Now, I, I want to, where do I start with this? Okay, I want to kind of go a little bit backwards. And I, and this is going to be a little bit different to probably what you've normally heard of. Um, first of all, I just want to very quickly go through and, 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 and in a shallow way, in a surface level way, I'm not going to spend the whole episode on this part. Um, I want to spend more time on something that you may not have heard when it comes to consistency. So let's have a look at the strategical steps around how I stay consistent with anything in my life. The first thing is that you've got to have, and we're just going to use content creation, right? But whatever that is for you, if you're struggling with your content consistency right now or you're struggling with your health or like eating right or going to the gym, I just want you to figure out and think of what's the biggest one or two things in your life that you're struggling with consistency right now. Just hold that in your mind. So you're going to work this through. As we go through this episode, you're going to keep those in mind and and make it apply to yourself. I'm going to use the example of just struggling with your content, consistency around your content. First step is that uh, to become consistent, right, with your content or anything else in your life. 
Number one is you've got to have a reason why you need to be consistent. Um, and if your why, your vision, your reason why behind doing this isn't strong enough, then you'll never do it. Um, so this is super important. So why must you become consistent? And when it comes to the content thing, and this is what I shared on the weekly coaching call, as I said that, well, everybody, if, you, if you're not going to stay consistent with your content, you won't grow your business. And if you don't grow your business, then you won't get your vision. So ultimately, this comes down to is your vision the thing that you want in the future, your dreams, your goals, what you're here for, what you're showing up for, is it worth it for you to become consistent, to push through the pain of inconsistency? Is it worth it? And that's the first thing. And I said to them, I said, hey, you've either got to find a vision. If it's not worth it, number one is make the vision so compelling that it is worth it. Or number two, give up on your business because you just won't do the work. So that's the first thing is that you've got to have a strong reason why you have to become consistent with it and connect with it. The second thing is you've got to plan, right? So when it comes to consistency with content, one thing that I do is I sit down on Fridays and we have a we have a content planning uh, thing in my diary. It goes for 45 minutes. And I just quickly plan out what content we're going to use for the following week. And it's not us creating the content. It's just creating the topics and the ideas for each um, bit of content that we're going to be posting across all of our platforms. And that is it. It's a planning. So when we start the following week, we're not going into, oh, what am I posting this week? And then you go through that part where you're procrastinating and you're like, and mind you, if you get to Monday and say you've got a day full of content creation and you don't know what you're posting, if you're feeling in a great mood and your ideas are flowing, you're all good. But what about when the ideas aren't flowing? And that's going to happen. Like you're going to, of course, you're going to have your times where you're in flow and you're killing it and the ideas are coming to you. But then the days where you can't think of anything, you're not feeling great, they're coming as well. So planning helps battle the days where you're not feeling 100%, which is going to happen. So that's why planning is super important. If it's, um, you know, if you're using the example of going to the gym a certain amount of times a week, well, you've got to plan it and put it in your calendar, right? Or plan your meals or whatever it is. The second stage is planning. So first stage is why are you doing this? Why must you become consistent and face some discomfort and uncomfortable times? And then number two is you got to plan it. The third thing is you just actually start doing it. And um, a lot of the times is you've got to start doing it and taking action and stepping forward even before you have the motivation and the inspiration. A big mistake some people make is they wait for the motivation to come. Oh, you know, I'm going to wait until I'm inspired to create content. I'm going to wait until all the ideas come. Nah, you see, you taking the action is what actually breeds and gives birth to the motivation and the inspiration. So if you just sit there and you're like, oh, I'm going to wait for it, I'm going to wait to be inspired, then you might be waiting a hell of a long time. And again, you're not always going to be feeling amazing. So on the days, the weeks, or the months where you're not feeling great, if that is your strategy, meaning that I will just wait to be inspired and become inspired again, then you're going to be having a lot of downtime, which is going to lead to inconsistency. So that's the three-step plan. Very simple. I've only spent five minutes on this. Step number one is know your why behind why you must become consistent in this area. Number two, 
plan it out. And number three, you've just got to do it regardless of whether you're motivated or inspired to do it right in this moment. So very easy three steps. Now, these three steps here, they're well and good, great, easy stuff, simple to follow. The thing is, is they won't work for majority of people. And the reason why they won't work is because it lacks foundational substance, which it, it lacks the... It lacks the, the, the glue that makes this whole thing, brings it all together and works. You see, even though I've written down this three-step process and, you know, you've written it down in your little journal there and you got it in front of you, um, easier said than done, yeah? Just because it's written down and it's pretty straightforward and clear, it's not so easy to follow. And the reason why it's not so easy to follow is because you have to be a certain person, in order to follow it. And this is no difference to strategy in business. You see, in regards to, I mean, if you're looking at growing your business, all the strategy is basically available to you for free. There's endless amounts of strategy out there. YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, all the, all the social platforms. Join someone's email list. Go to people's workshops. I mean, people are giving out unbelievably, amazingly good value stuff for free if you find the right people. Um so you can basically get the strategy on how to do what you want to do for free. Yet, why do so many people struggle? And the reason behind that is you're not the person or these people aren't the person in order to uh, make the strategy work. You know, in my program, The Leading Coach, it's heavily focused on strategy. We teach you how to, you know, it's the hard you know, masculine uh, marketing and sales, teaching you how to attract an audience and sell an audience, right? Sell to an audience and convert them into paying clients. But also with that, it's also hardcore feminine based around the mindset and the energy that you need to have in order for the strategy to work. You see, one without the other doesn't work. You need both. And we go hard on both of them. So if you could say that the masculine part of this episode here is the three-step little plan that I gave you there, yeah, um, let's have a look at the, 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 the feminine side, which is who you need to be in order to follow this plan, um, which is someone who's impeccable with the word. And I've been, I've been working with people for a long, long time through coaching, performance-based stuff, sales training, uh, business training, everything like that. Been working with people a long, long time for probably 15-odd years and the majority of people that I come across aren't impeccable with their word. What does impeccable with your word mean? Absolute dead minimum, yeah, is that 95% of the time you follow through with your word. That's an absolute dead minimum as in just getting by. If you are below that, so 95% of the time, you don't. So if there's anything under that, even if you're 90%, yeah, 90% of the time I follow through my word. I'll tell you right now, it's not going to be enough for you to achieve anything great. You've got to become impeccable with your word, meaning that when you make a promise to yourself, you follow through with it. What's what's kind of I mean interesting, sad is that generally most people value the word that they give to others more than themselves. But I want you to reverse that. Um, you know, my, the word that I give myself, I, I value myself, the word that I give myself more than basically anyone else. 
And I want you to be the same because when you are the same, when you are that way, when you the, you value the word that you give yourself over anyone else, you'll start doing shit for yourself. You'll start doing all the stuff that you know that you need to do and all the stuff that's going to help you. Um, okay, so what do we do? How do we do this thing? Well, we've got to build, build a habit of keeping your word. And I just want you to think for a second on a scale of one to 10, right? And you've got to be honest with yourself here. Got to be honest. I asked I asked people this question, scale of one to 10, how impeccable are you with your word? Most of the time, people give me bullshit answers. So be, I want you to be honest with yourself here. Legit. Scale of one to 10, on average, how often do you keep promises to yourself? 10 out of 10 is that you never, ever, ever break promises to yourself, which I tell you right now, it is not you, yeah? Because... There's very few humans in the world. It's not me either. There's very few humans in the world that would never break promises to themselves. Very few. There's probably only a, a handful of people, like legit. So you're not a 10 out of 10. Uh, one means is that you basically break every single promise. So you also aren't going to be a 1 out of 10. You're going to be somewhere in the middle of that. Um, but let's be honest with yourself right now. How many times on average, well, out of 10, sorry, where do you fit along that scale? On average, how often do you keep the promises that you make to yourself? And what are the promises that you make to yourself? And it can be big things like, oh, I'm going to go to uni. Um, I'm going to start a business. Uh, It could be big things like that, right? It could be that I'm going to save up $100,000 within two years' time. Uh, I'm going to buy a house by, by, um, by the age 30. It could be things like that. But then it's small things, everyday things like, and these are the more important things ultimately, the small everyday things like, oh, you know what? I said that I'm not going to have sweets today or this week or this month and you have a sweet or tomorrow I'm going to get up at 6 a.m. and then the alarm goes off and you snooze it for five minutes. Uh, I said I'm not going to watch Netflix, but then you watch Netflix. Just these little small innocent things that we all do. Yeah, we all do them. So I'm talking about everything like that. On a scale of 1 to 10, on average, how often do you keep the promises that you make to yourself? What's that number? Okay, cool. You got that? All right. Now you're being honest with yourself. You're not BSing yourself. You're not saying, Luke, I'm a nine and a half. I'm a 10. <laughs> If you are a nine and a half and you legit are a nine and a half, I'm impressed. Send me a message so I can say, hey, I'm impressed with you. Hey, just want to quickly jump in here to tell you about this awesome new training that I put together. It's called the three steps to get to 10K a month as a coach. Now, if you're a coach and you're currently making under 10K each month and you want to know how you can get there for yourself, how you can be doing 10K months, month after month, then you probably want to check out this really awesome training. I've kept it short, only goes for 14 minutes. You don't even need to opt in, so save your email for another spammer. To watch it, head to www.lukepage.com.au forward slash 10k i'm going to pop that link in the show notes but anyway let's get back to the episode look if you're giving yourself under anything under nine um it's alarm bells legit and the reason why it's alarm bells is because you just will not be able to really achieve anything great unless you've really got a high number with this in being impeccable with the word thing um the lower the number you are the 
I would almost say if you are anything under than an, under an eight, you'd really struggle to do anything good. Um, but even if you're an eight level, you may make progress, but it'll be really, really slow. So by being becoming impeccable with the word, meaning that you're an absolute minimum nine, 9.5, what's going to happen is that you're going to take start taking way more action on the things that you know you need to do in your life. You're going to get way better results and also you're going to get results and grow quicker. So there's so many benefits around this. So the thing that's going to bring this little three-step strategy and how to become consistent with anything in your life, whether that is become consistent with your content, whether that is going to the gym, whether that is whatever, is you need to become impeccable with your word because when you become impeccable with your word, you will follow through with the things that you say you're going to do. And kind of coming back to the reality of life. The reality of life is, is that you are going to ride a, a roller coaster of emotions. And there's going to be days where you feel great, empowered, inspired, motivated, unstoppable, courageous. And then there's going to be days where you feel the opposite of that. You don't feel great at all. You feel terrible. You have no confidence. You're insecure. You're scared. You're living in fear. You're doubting yourself. You're talking down to yourself. And it happens, right? And if we all, this, all every single day we always lived and we were high on life, yeah, then you wouldn't even need this podcast episode and you'd be sweet. But the issue is, is that that's just not reality. And you're going to be constantly up and down, up and down, up and down, up and down, up and down. And your ups and downs, these periods can last anywhere from weeks and months, possibly years if you're in a, you know, a big funk. And I'm talking about, hey, imagine being down for a year, which happens for people. But then it can happen from a daily point of view and it can happen from an hourly point of view and a, a minutely point of view. So these waves of going from, let's just say, high and inspired to low and demotivated, these waves of emotions we experience fluctuate every moment and hour of the day, right? So when you're feeling high, you're all good, yeah? You'll be, you'll be fine taking action, you know, going to the gym, creating content, all that stuff. The impeccable with your word thing comes into play when you're not feeling great. And on average, think about it now, how often do you not feel great? Like I would have an average day for me, I would, I would say that, whew, I would say from an extreme point of view, I would have a week feeling down. That's pretty extreme and rare. Um, something that happens maybe every few months, I might have a couple of days where I'm feeling low. But a more, a more common feeling for me when I'm feeling low is I might be feeling low for an hour. Yeah, and that might happen weekly. I'm down for an hour or so. That's it. So what are you? When you do slump down, how long do you slump down? Is it for a couple of minutes? Is it for an hour every now and then? Hey, is it for half a day? Is it for are you slumped down for days? Just want you to think about what it is for you. Okay, so what's important is becoming impeccable with your word is going to reduce your downtime. 
And this is, I don't even know where I learned this from. I don't know. I don't think I learned it specifically from anyone. I think I just learned it from experience. Um, getting back to when I was inconsistent with my content. I started my business and opened up an Instagram account and I, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't a content creator. Yeah. I wasn't like a person that liked filming myself and posting it online, like for social media. Um, so I, I struggled in the, in the early days cause it's like, man, this is so unnatural. I just don't like doing it. And this is uncomfortable. I'm not, I'm not great at creating content. I'm insecure about it. That type of thing. Yeah. So it was a, it was a, it was a push for me to do it. And I would go through like, you know, pump myself up and post my, do my first post and next post, next post. And I have a week, a week full of great posts, but because I'm pushing myself and it doesn't feel natural and comfortable, what would happen is that I'd get fatigued and tired and then the next week would come and my brain would say, hey, Luke, you had a big week last week, yeah? You just chill out this week. Take a, take a week off. You know, you need a rest. And then I'd listen to my little brain, my disempowering voice in my head and I'd chill out. And then by me chilling out, I'd kind of lose my momentum. And then because I lose my momentum, I'd start thinking negative thoughts. And before I know it, I would go from posting every day in a week to I've basically gone missing in action the week after. And generally what happens is that when we're low, we feed ourselves negative thoughts and by feeding ourselves and thinking negative thoughts, it makes us feel even more low. So it actually eats into itself. So the as we come off the high, which naturally just happens, right? It's a law. It's a it's a law of the universe. What goes up must come down. Um, so when you do come down from the high, if you start doing the negative self talk and negative thoughts that will bring the crash down even deeper and it will hold you down by you thinking all these thoughts. Ah, oh, who am I to be doing this? Oh, I'm not good enough. Oh, I'm crappy to do this. Oh my God, what did I do? Oh my God, look at me. Oh my God, I wonder what they're thinking. Oh my God, I'm sure they're laughing at me. Oh my God, I'm, 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 I'm a failure. Oh my God, I'm not good enough to do this. Oh, I can't do this. Whatever the thoughts that you have. Now what I found through going through this experience and how I got myself out of it is I started taking action even when I didn't feel like taking action. So I started pushing myself and showing up with my content even when I didn't feel like I wanted to do it. So I'd have that week where I'm inspired and motivated and posting. But then when I started coming down and I'd lose that motivation and inspiration and I'd go missing for two days... What I started doing was I started going, okay, you know what? I'm going to post anyway, even though I don't feel great. And there was a reason how I started doing that and how I started to be able to follow through with my word because it's ultimately being impeccable with the word. Think about it. You set, you make the promise to yourself, oh, I'm going to post content this week, right? You have that great week and then you come down off the high and then you, even though you've made the promise to yourself that you're going to post content because you're not feeling well, yeah, you don't post content. So you're breaking the word and you might be like, oh, but I'm not feeling well or I'm, not, I'm feeling sick or whatever it is. 
but you're still, regardless of that, you're still breaking your word. And until you can figure out how to keep your word, you are going to be forever fluctuating and being inconsistent. Fluctuating and being inconsistent with going to the gym, which means that you're never going to get that body that you want, yeah? Fluctuating and being inconsistent with your content, which means that you're never going to break through with your content and get through to your audience. They're just not going to trust you. They're just going to, they're going to learn that, hey, good old Bobby, Bobby's here one week, he's gone the next. Gee, I can't trust this person. How can I trust this person and give them $5,000 of my hard-earned money if they can't even be be there every single week I'll, I'll go look at the i'll go to the look at the next coach who's consistent every single week and this is what goes on they probably don't say it consciously but subconsciously that's what's going on so um i don't even know where i was where was i talking just about staying consistent oh that's it okay so this is what i did to learn to become impeccable with my word um, I have just finished a 70-day challenge. Um, a 70-day challenge, well, I actually gave myself initially 60 days, but um, just because it was falling uh, the day of the month that it was finishing on, I decided to do an extra 10 days to finish off the month. So started this challenge on, I think it was mid-November, um, around about it's like the 10th of November or something like that. The first 10 days, I sucked at the challenge. I, I wasn't consistent with it. So then I restarted, I recommitted, and then I restarted it on the 20th of November. I think it was something like that. And the challenge was I was giving myself where I had to do 60 days. Were 60 days where I did three meditations a day. And it was a, uh, this meditation was a just a 12-minute visualizer. Sorry. My microphone. Microphone just fell down. Not that you can see it. Microphone is fell down, peeps. Oh, what's going on here? All right. So the the challenge was where I had to do. Um, wait a second. I don't even know if this microphone's staying here. Give it a go. Where I had to do three meditations a day. It was a twelve minute meditation, visualization meditation, and I had to do it for sixty days straight. And I ended up doing seventy days straight, like I said, to finish off the month. Um, and this was fairly challenging to do at times. And you might be like, oh, big deal, 12 minutes, three times a day. Yeah, look, it's not like, I wouldn't say it was hard, but to to be consistent with it every single day, did it take massive discipline? It really did. Um, it, was, it was particularly challenging over the Christmas period because... You know, it's all good when you have your typical day, but when you're in holiday mode and you're out and you're partying and you're celebrating and stuff like that and going through New Year's Eve and that, like you don't want to be doing a 12-minute, <laughs> you don't want to be doing a 12-minute meditation when you're doing the countdown to New Year's Eve, right? <laughs> you're pissed. So there was a lot of that going on. There was definitely days and moments where you just, to- or let's just say, because I was doing one in the morning when you wake up, you do one in the afternoon and you do one before bed. Or there was this days where you're absolutely exhausted, yeah, and you get to bed and you're about to go to sleep and then you're like, oh, my God, that meditation. And it might be like, oh, big deal. But trust me, when you're in the moment um, and you've got to do it day after day after day after day and you've got 60 days of this thing, it you know, it, it's, it's, it's not easy. So um, I've just finished 70 days straight of doing that. And like I said, the first week and a half or so, I was only getting two 
meditations a day in just because I hadn't created the habit of getting the third one in. Um, and ultimately, I just wasn't committed to it. So after the week and, ha- week and a half of mucking around, I just committed to it. I just said, Mo- moving forward, I'm going to get these three in. Um, so I restarted it on the 20th of November thereabouts and went for my two and a bit months. And I'm proud to say I only missed two of them. Um, one of them was where, because I, sometimes I watch a movie at night and I, I might fall asleep if I'm really tired. The first time I missed one was at night. It was probably about a month in or so. And um, yeah, I fell asleep watching a movie. So um, I woke up the next morning and I'm like, oh, the meditation, damn it. Uh, so what I ended up doing is that I had a rule after that I changed my strategy, which was I wasn't allowed to watch a movie at night until I had done the the evening meditation prior because if I do um, if I do fall asleep, then it's all good. Um, and then I ended up I ended up missing an evening one only about two weeks ago. I was away um, and with my family and uh, same deal. It was just like we we were drinking that night. And I just forgot about it. I got a little bit too drunk and I forgot to, that I had my bloody meditation. But yeah, I'm, I'm proud that how I showed up through the whole of this thing. And, you know, the, the, obviously doing the meditations was really beneficial. But in order to keep the promise that I made to myself, um, it took bloody discipline to do it. And, you know, I could have easily said, oh, you know what, Luke, let's just leave this one tonight. Yeah, like no big deal. Um, oh, Luke, you're so tired. Just leave it. No big deal. Yeah. Oh, Luke, you're out. You're partying. You know, it's Christmas. Like, come on, just let it go. Like, this is what happened. I had constant um, little voices. The voice of, you know, the one, the voice trying to hold me down, just saying, Luke, it's okay. Just leave it. And this is what will happen because we are at war within ourselves. We are at war within ourselves, which is basically... You know, we've got this side of us where we've got our dreams, hopes, and goals where we want to, you know, we're, we're, we're soaring for our vision. And then we've got this other side that wants to keep us basically where we're at. Doesn't want us to go any further. Doesn't want us to push any further. Doesn't want us to play big. Wants to keep us small and quiet and safe. Um, and we're in a constant battle and war against each other, right? So um, basically what I was getting at with that little meditation challenge uh i do these challenges often basically every month i'm doing some sort of new challenge and as i move into the month of february i don't know when you're listening to this but i will have a new set of challenges to do so one of them is you know i love my sweets and desserts one of them that i'm doing for um february is i'm not allowed to have any sweets um so, you know, that's going to have to be like, that's something where I have to sacrifice and let go of and have discipline to say no when I really love my sweets. But the reason why I do these, I do these little challenges and like the, the example with the sweets thing, I'm not doing it for health reasons. Like I don't need to lose weight. Um, and even though there will be health benefits to not having as much dessert as I have been doing or not having any at all, even though there will be health benefits, I'm not doing it for that. I'm doing it because... I know that I need to train myself in order to be impeccable with my word. Because if I can be impeccable with my word, I can do what I'm saying. I can do what I say I'm going to do. I can follow through with the promises that I make to myself. And if I want to get to the next level, I need to be able to do that. 
If you want to be able to get to the next level, you need to be able to follow through with the promises that you make to yourself. And it's all good when things are easy and you're feeling on top of the world, but I'm talking about in the dark moments, when it's cold, when you're tired, when you're not feeling well, when you're not feeling great. If you cannot step up in those moments and follow through with your word, then you'll never, ever be able to become consistent with anything in your life because it is inevitable that your emotions will go up and down. So you need to be able to become someone who in the dark times still can get back up on their feet. So how you do that, how you teach yourself to become impeccable with your word is, well, how I did it is by doing these challenges. And I do them every 30 days. I mean, you can do them as long as you want or as short as you want. But you give yourself these challenges where it builds the skill because it is a skill set to do this. It builds the skill set and ultimately a habit of you being able to push through and listen to the empowered version of yourself and not fall victim to the disempowered version of yourself. Um, And by doing these challenges, which ultimately is you're either sacrificing something that you want right now and or you're doing something that you don't want to do and it's uncomfortable, um, by doing these challenges often you start to build the muscle and the strength around you being able to follow through with your word even when times are tough, right? So let's get um, let's let's think of something for yourself right now. Um, and I don't care what when you're listening to this right now. You don't have to wait to the start of the month. It's just basically it starts today. That type of thing. What is something that you can do that will start building? the um your discipline what is a challenge that you can give to yourself where it'll start uh, building a discipline so you can be impeccable with your be start becoming more impeccable with your word and start following through the promises that you make to yourself in your life and it could be for example what i'm doing is you know i'm saying no to sweets now if you aren't a big fan of sweets then don't do this it's got to be something that is challenging for you now if you haven't done this before then Don't do anything ridiculously hard. So if you're someone, when I asked before, out of 10, where would you sit along the scale of how often do you follow through with your word? If you said you're at a two or a three, don't do anything super challenging because you just haven't grown, you haven't grown the muscle, you haven't grown the muscle yet. Um, So you need to kind of start slower and do something less challenging. And I'll give you an example, right? We use an example of going to the gym. Let's say you're someone who already goes to the gym three to four times a week, right? Now, let's say your goal is that, hey, for the next month, I want to go to the gym six times a week every single week. If you're already going to the gym three to four times a week, is it a push for you to get to six times a week? Yeah, it is. Yep, great. But is it achievable? And the answer is yes, because it's not a massive, massive jump. It's doable. Now, if you're someone who doesn't go to the gym or you go to the gym, you know, once or twice a week and then you go missing for a week or two and then you go once or, you know, you might even go a couple of times a month and you go, Luke, I've listened to your podcast and I'm pumped up and I'm inspired and I'm going to go to the gym six times a week and I commit to that for the next month, the next 30 days, six times to gym for the next 30 days. Well, you probably won't do it. And the reason being is that the gap is way too big. 
So what you want to do is that you want to make a challenge that is challenging for you, but it's achievable based on where you're at because everyone has different strengths with their word. Um, when it comes to you know, what, what I'm talking about, I don't know where you're at, but possibly you know, my level of strength with my word might be higher than yours. But then if I look at someone like David Goggins, if you've heard of him, uh, if you haven't, he's this, this dude that's insane with his word. Um, I'm nowhere near him. So it's like you've got to forget about other people and look at what's going to work for you. So if you're a currently three times out of 10, you know, you're sitting on that scale of about three with when it, you're following through the promise that you make to yourself with your word. Don't try and go, oh, I'm going to push up and give myself a super hard challenge. Your goal is to go from a three to maybe a five or a six with your word, yeah? If you are if you said that you're an eight, your goal is to get up to a nine and nine and a half with this challenge, cool? So um, another example might be with your content, if that's what you want to become consistent with, what is a number that you commit to for the next 30 days, right? So if you can't constantly, if you're at the moment posting once a week and you'd love to get to seven times a week, but that's a bit of a gap. What you want to do is just don't go one to seven. Maybe go three. Maybe go two or three a week just for the next 30 days because you want to build up this muscle. What you do not want to do is go, I'm posting once a week. I'm going to commit to doing seven times a week and then you don't achieve it. Then what will happen is that your brain will go, hey, see, Bobby, I told you, you're a loser. I told you you won't be able to do it. So what you don't want to do is do a goal that's, so far away from where you're at right now because it'll just backfire on you. It'll become too hard and then your brain will say, hey, look, don't even bother. It's got to be something that, yes, is going to push you, something that's going to challenge you, but something that's like doable, right? Hey, I hope you're enjoying today's episode so far. Make sure you click subscribe to stay up to date because we release a new podcast every single week. And if you're getting value out of this, then share it. Share it with the world. Share it with someone that you know that would also benefit from it. And hey, tag us over on Instagram at Luke underscore page and we'll give you a shout out for the support. Thank you so much. Let's get back into this. Okay, what is that thing? What is that challenge that you're going to do? I'm going to be doing a bunch in February um, and if you're just starting this stuff out, I wouldn't recommend you doing a bunch but just because I've been doing this for ages, I tend to do like a, a number of things. So this for the month of February, I'm like I said, I'm no sweets. I'm also doing, I like to, I, I don't know why but I, I like to watch certain um, like kind of podcasts around American politics and kind of conspiracy theories and that type of thing. It's just like an interest of mine. Um, but I'm letting go that. That stuff there is like my Netflix, yeah? People like their movies and their TV shows and stuff like that. I don't watch TV shows and I don't watch TV. That's kind of like my, um, it's kind of like my junk TV type thing, that stuff. So um, I'm not going to be doing that for the month of February, which I like that stuff. So I'm kind of like, I remember even writing it down like, oh, do I want to put this down? Yeah, I'm like, oh, I don't want to let that go. But I've written that down. So I'm not doing any of those videos. I'm not doing any sweets. I've got to do one particular meditation a day, which goes for 35 minutes. Um, I've got to do these little incantations. So if you don't know what an incantation is, it's uh, it's like affirmations, but you're doing affirmations whilst kind of moving your body. 
Um, I've got to do these incantations every single day. And this one's going to be, this one here, uh, the incantations. Um, I'm going to, I haven't exactly figured out, but I think I'm going to do it two times. I'm going to work out tonight how I'm going to do it, but I'm going to do it. I think I'm going to do it twice a day. So just think about what it is for you that you're going to do. Like I said, because I've been doing these challenges for a while, I can do a bunch of them, but I wouldn't recommend that you're going to go, oh, you know what? I'm going to do five things. Just pick one. If you think you can handle one, no probs, then you might want to add another one. But just figure it out for yourself. The idea idea is, is that it's meant to push and challenge you, but it's also meant to be achievable. Um, you know, I'm doing, I kind of come in and out of doing cold showers. I'm doing cold showers at the moment, even though there's plenty of health benefits to cold showers. Yeah. And even though that's great that I do get the health benefits, I ultimately have cold showers. Why? Because I don't want to do it. And by me being able to jump in a cold shower and push myself into doing something I don't want to do is that it's teaching me to be able to do the things that I don't want to do. So the whole purpose of doing these exercises is that it teaches you two things. It teaches you the discipline to follow through with your word when things are tough, yeah, which is going to happen in your business. And it also teaches you to sacrifice, which is huge. You need to be able to have those two things. You need to be able to have the discipline in your life to be able to follow through with your word, even when things are hard, right? And then you need to be able to sacrifice your rewards and the stuff that you want short term. Um, and these little challenges will set up the skills for those two things. Because think about it, is a lot of people, they need to have the wins and the rewards and the successes straight away. You know, coaches that I deal with all the time, the biggest thing that coaches, the reason why they fail is they try things for three, six, 12 months and it doesn't work for them. And then they go, oh, gee, I'm just going to give up. This is not meant to be. Why? Because they're wired, because they need the rewards instantly. They aren't willing to sacrifice. Or another thing is that you'll get coaches where they're like, oh, you know, I don't have the money to invest into a coach or I don't have the money to buy hire someone that's going to help me grow my business. Um, you probably do, but you're paying for your Netflix. You probably do, but you're paying for to have takeaway each week. You probably do but you're paying for like just all these things in your life that you probably, if you had a look at, and this is not everyone, but a lot of people, if they are willing to sacrifice more in their life, they can actually get other stuff. So building the skill set of being able to sacrifice short term is going to really serve you moving forward. So that's what these this exercise is going to do. Those two things help you build discipline so you can follow through with your word when things are tough. And then, like I said, build, uh, be a, being able to cope with sacrifice. Because if you want to get to the next level, you have to be a, we have to be willing to sacrifice the comforts of the level that you're at. I'll say that again. So if you want to get to the next level, right, in what it is that you do, you got to be willing to sacrifice where you're at and the comforts that you could have right now in order to get to the next level. Does that sink in? In order to get the next level, you've got to be willing to sacrifice the comforts that you could have at the level that you're at right now in order to get the next level. So teaching yourself to sacrifice is going to help you constantly get to the next level. Now think about it, is that when you do get to the next level, what are you going to want? You're probably going to want to get to the next level again. So 
you always have to be sacrificing and you always have to be disciplined and following through with the word. So these little um, challenges here, that's what's going to help you bring up, uh, uh, build up those skill sets. So once you've built those two skill sets, then following that three-step plan, which is number one, having your why and your reason why you're doing this. Number two, planning out. And number three, just taking action and moving forward with it. That's going to be no problem for you because you've got the foundations, which is you're impeccable with your word and you're willing to sacrifice. Hey there, I hope you loved today's episode. And if you did, I would really appreciate if you could leave us a review on the platform that you're listening to this on right now. You see, your help and support allows us to spread this podcast across the world and we can't do it without you. Apart from that, make sure you're following us over on Instagram at Luke underscore page.